Mate, we covered three states today. Yeah, we did. And the thing that I took out of it is that the the Brisbane Carnival is really starting to heat up. Yeah. That's all, that's all I really care about, let's be honest. Yeah, absolutely. And in probably the feature race of the day, um, full credit to the sponsors of that race as well. Um, but I think I've found one of the great get-out-of-the-casino bets of all time, and you'll actually be able to see that on my Ned's profile this weekend as well. Yes, uh, the Ned's profile is great, mate. Um you know, if you want to follow us in, if you followed uh, us in last week, you would have found a couple that's for sure. Maybe you find some more this week at some value, but uh, if you don't want to do that, that's fine. But still, you can do everything else with the Neds app. You can get weird and exotic as well with the Neds same race multi. And, you know, there's no one else I'd rather bet with heading into the Brisbane Winter Carnival. Well, they also have a black book feature there, so you can black book ones for these prep runs into their grand finals. They have the futures markets there. You can do all that good stuff mm-hmm. with the good people at Neds. Mm-hmm. Damn right. But what are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Hello and welcome to a new and improved On The Drift podcast. I'm Dan and this is DJ and we have a very special guest here, Sammy Sheehan. How you going, bro? Yeah, good. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. No, our pleasure, mate. Our pleasure. But um, yeah, so this this episode of The Potty, so disclaimer up front, um, I have a bad, bad case of hay fever right now. So I'm not sneezing out COVID here as far as I'm aware, but... um, if I sneeze, I apologise throughout the episode. Mate, all is forgiven. Uh, and look, I'm just impressed that you're powering through. Mate, it's, this is the hardest I've had to work all, all year, <laughs> setting, up, setting up this IKEA furniture for this new studio that we got going here. But I think it's, I think it's paid off. I'm just probably a little bit appalled there's no mask on entry. I don't know. <laughs> I might be tweeting Anastasia on my way out. <laughs> there should be an on-the-drift mask. It'd actually be quite a nice design. Maybe we should think about it, mate. Bit of merch. Mate, we should. And we should have got you to check in, actually. Uh, but <laughs> That's on the tweet list, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> At Anastasia <laughs> Alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but um, yeah, this is the first episode of our spelling season, so in between uh, Group 1 seasons, uh, we thought we'd do a bit of an interview series, so Sammy's our first guest here, but um, let's kick it off, mate. So we just wanted to set the scene a bit, so you're a good mate of Jonesy's. Um, How do you guys know each other? Declan, do you want to kick it off? Oh, yeah. Can I have the honours, mate? Is that all right? Go for it. Oh, so look... We're just a couple of young lads who are just typical uh, Brisbane private school idiots. Um, and when you're the same age in Brisbane, you go to a, a good private school, you tend to know each other. So. It's, it's true. Uh, it's, no, sad, it's sad but true. It is, it is sad but true. No, look, we, I think we met each other through some uh, mutual mates or parties or something in, in year 12, there or thereabouts. And then we actually ended up working together at the Storybridge Hotel for, what, about a year or something? Did you yeah. work there? Yeah, mate, 18 months. Mm. Gorgeous place. One of the great pubs. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. slinging a few beers and having a bit of a chat uh, between shifts. Um, during shifts. During shifts and just generally being menaces around there, weren't we, yeah. at Storybridge? 
I'm not allowed back anymore, but I think that came after employment. So <laughs> is that is that actually true? Oh, I haven't tried for a little while, so we'll just see how we go. <laughs> okay, okay. Richard Richard Deary, if you're listening, <laughs> we need an exemption to get back into the yeah, story of Rich Hotel. Plug, so mm, big plug, but wow. no, mate, it's um yeah. So it's been a number of years now, and uh, yeah, I think we both sort of knew we had a mutual affection for horses back in those days, but maybe we yeah. just didn't talk about it in depth. Yeah, I think it was one of those things. I think from a younger age, I wasn't necessarily as much into horses as I am now. Um, mm. Always was interested, but wasn't something I based my life around or Facebook mm. names or anything like that. <laughs> so it's um, it's definitely grown a lot more. But yeah, you know, when you know, you know, Jonesy. Yeah. And I think I just knew with you. <laughs> yeah, man. Exactly right, mate. Uh, love at first sight. Well, you need to, you know, build up a bit of pocket change so you can have a punt in the first place and buy your first horse. And that's it. That's so it. yeah, you got to get started somewhere. But mate... Tell us a bit about what you're doing now because you've kind of transitioned into a bit of a, you know, working with horses day to day with SJC um, Thoroughbreds. Yeah, yep. So thank you for the stubby callers, no, by the way. That's right. They're, they're good. Mm. They're good. Good for you, Declan. If you're sitting on a beer for two hours, it'll keep it nice and cold, mate. Yeah, mate. Good, <laughs> good. I'm more of a uh, Smirnoff um, red or Smirnoff ice red or it's double black type. So, uh, Vodka um, mud shakes. Yeah. <laughs> they're the play, mate. They're the play. Um, Guava yeah. cruises. Yeah, also, also the play. Um, so, yeah, SJC started. Oh, probably 14, 15 months ago, so definitely still um, quite new. So it was myself and a few mates. We were going to buy our first horse, just a group of us, all mates, um, and purchase it individually. And we thought, yep, like we're all going to go into this horse. I'm clever. I'll, I'll chat to you a little bit about him later <laughs> on. Uh, gorgeous, gorgeous boy. Um, but, yeah, we just – there was a big group of us going into this horse and we sort of floated the idea – um, out to everyone why don't we just jump in a syndicate this is something we love like we can just take percentages in 10 different horses instead of all individually mm. buying bits and bobs of of different ones um then not many people were keen at the start so it ended up being the three of us myself um james healy and cam smith not the footy player <laughs> but he's a flog so uh, <laughs> the, the better cam smith <laughs> and then yeah from that we just sort of thought yeah, let's just give it a nudge. Started out with the the one horse, I'm clever, and we just yeah, we, we were really uh, not concerned, but just think like horse ownership. It's going to cost an arm and a leg. Like, how are we going to afford it? Like, I don't own a house. Is this a safe, stable investment? Yes, uh, it's, it's it's one of those things. But it's something we all loved, and it started as yeah, probably more of a passion project than anything and then yeah we've sort of grown a bit from there to having sub coolers now so yeah it's been a big step but yeah, yeah we've made it now you know you've made it when you've got stubby coolers <laughs> officially that was my thought process behind <laughs> all of it i was like well what more do we need to do <laughs> <laughs> so i guess what goes into like talk us through that first horse like yep. i'm clever so how did how did you how did that come about and how like, what was the, I guess, back end of it? Yeah, so this is probably <laughs> when James was still working for Kiramar down in Melbourne, or it might have been just after, but that, you, it was a year-long horse, so they had it, um, and it was with Kieran, so it was a two-year-old, had had one trial, um, didn't really show much at all. They gelded it after that. I think that's a bit of a year-long policy if they've got something. Um, it was, yeah... Sebring out of Nina Rock, Group 3 
win yep. at Route 2 place, I think. Um, so it was very well-bred horse, but just didn't show much ability. He's quite small in stature, but big ticker, you know. Yeah. Um, no, that's, yeah, that's the only thing that counts. He's just a trier. Yeah. At the end of the day, you can't be mad if he's tried his little heart out. So, but yeah, James sort of said, oh, if this thing goes for cheap enough, we should try and pick it up. Anyway, ended up going through, I think, the Inglis online for seven and a half thousand. Right, and okay. so the year before passed in as a yearling at 250k so like just value hunters pretty much <laughs> we, we found that and we thought yep all right like i'm clever that's sick name already named so we thought how good's this yeah yeah yeah, yeah. cool fitting, a fitting name for you three well, that's it. And people have said, geez, you would name it that. And I was like, the scary thing is I didn't name it yeah. that. <laughs> and for context, uh, for people who aren't aware, um, you might see the James Hilly Racing cap in the back, but he was actually, uh, when he was working for, for Kieran Maher and Dave Eustace, or just Kieran Maher probably at that stage, yeah. uh, he yeah. was loving Gabby's Trapper. So yeah. there's a little bit of tidbit information for you if you're not aware. Yeah, no, it was, yeah, it was good. And someone like James who's been around horses sort of his whole life, it was good to get... Well, obviously, having worked at the stable where the horse was, you sort of get, I guess, a bit more of that inside knowledge. And he said it's definitely worth more than I'd say what it's going to go through for. So we thought, all right, let's have a throw at the stump, sort of in a space of 24 hours. It all sort of happened very quickly. We're like, oh, are we going to get in? Are we not? Or not get in? Are we going to buy it or are we not? And who hmm. are we going to get in to come in with it? Blah, blah, blah. But it's just one of those things like it can be quite affordable. <laughs> Obviously, a cheap purchase price, but like ongoings, if you've got 20 guys or 15 guys, all with a mm. small percent, like it's, it's not this whole, well, it is a sport of kings, I guess, but it's <laughs> not, you don't have to be a king to own a horse sort of yeah. thing. So, mm. yeah, what's, the, um, what's the syndication that does Behemoth and those grand syndications? Grand syndications. It's yeah. kind of like that model because yeah. they, they just buy tried horses or, yep. and uh, they, didn't quite get the JD initially, but they yeah. or they might have a few things, little things wrong with them. Yeah, yeah. So it sounds like something similar to that. Yeah, like I mean, Clev, affectionately known as Clev, or the people's <laughs> horse. Um, he yeah, he showed like absolutely nothing. <laughs> no ability. Whatsoever. Yeah, literally nothing. But then like at the end of it, it was like I oh, had like a small mucus issue, or there was something. There was some reason behind. It. I was like for seven and a half gram. Coming from a Melbourne trial as well, so you're sort of yeah. like, oh, all right, that's probably a good race up here in in some areas. So yeah. it's like, oh, it's okay. like a group two up here, <laughs> <laughs> basically. On, it was on a heavy track, so I'll give him that. <laughs> he, he prefers to be on top of the ground, but um, yeah, we just thought, you know what, fuck it, like let's give it a go. Yeah, like what's the worst that can happen? Like we all lose heaps and heaps of money, and there's vet bills and everything. So we thought, you know what's worth it? Like yeah. let's, let's go. <laughs> and then yeah, first start. I think last, second last, 10 lengths. Um, I want to say Gatton might have been Bow Desert. Like, yeah, last Bow Desert. We thought, yes, <laughs> this is the future. <laughs> it's one of those things, though. Like, if you expect it, we didn't expect it to be the worst. I think it jumped at 3.30. So, yeah, right, yeah right. that was a bit of a kick in the shin to see that go down. But at the end of it, we were like, oh, well, it was an excuse for – like, it, like at the end of the day, it was a social purchase from a social point of view. So, like, yeah, all the exactly. guys, we've been mates forever. Um, yeah, and we just thought, like, we'll just have a throw at the stumps, see how it goes. And then, yeah, after that first one, we were like, 
this is not an easy game. Yeah, <laughs> Before yeah. we're like, oh, look at the breeding, look at this, yeah, look at bright that. eyed yeah. and bushy tailed, and the audacity to think Kieran and Yulong don't know what they're yeah. doing. They're like, yeah. oh, they're letting this jet go. This thing will run on an Everest in yeah. twelve months. Just you wait, and I'll have to shout them like a forex gold or something. But no, we're. I mean, we're not quite there yet, so we'll see what happens. But yes, yeah, second start. Ryan Wiggins aboard. Rom's home. Mm. Bang. Winner at two. Uh, 1,200 metres. Yeah. And then we put it in the paddock for a bit, trialled it up, didn't go that well. And we were like, oh, what's the go? Um, well, I mean, in between that, we actually bought another tried horse that, same thing, the thick of it. Yeah. Dead last the first start. We were like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Dead last first start. Um, oh, I should, like, when Clever won... He was paid 31s, I think, after oh, being 17. His first start was 17s into threes. Wow. Yeah, I think all the boys got very Just trigger happy. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely it was launched. a plunge horse for evidently no good reason. Um, but the second time around, I think it opened at 50s and then got in as low. I think it, the tote price ended up being 19. Wow. Um, so... I think we're a very optimistic bunch when it comes to our own horses running. You've got to be like that, though. Otherwise, what's the point? See, I'd convinced myself when I first bought into, like, the first horse, oh, okay, instead of punting, or, like, I'd never punt on my own horse because if you win, you win prize money. Yeah. And, like, it's way easier to say that than do yeah. it. You get caught up in the moment. Yeah, oh, have a bit, oh it's blown out a couple of dollars. Oh, I'll yeah, go again. Yeah. I'll go again. But... Yeah, I mean, the same thing happened with our second horse, the thick of it. Bought it from Patrick Payne, Andrew Payne? Yeah, um, anyway, from down south. Another cheap purchase, I think he was four and a half grand um, down Pakenham Way. Um, And, yeah, so he just, yeah, dead last. Ipswich on a Tuesday went out on, like, yeah, lunchtime that day and thought, you know what, he does have ability, bit of a nutcase, has, a, <laughs> has ability though. Cheeky went, boy. And then just, yeah, did absolutely nothing. <laughs> and he is, I think he was five years old at this point. We're like, oh, no, we should probably stick to buying ready-to-runs or three-year-olds. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, second start, wins on a Saturday 10 days later, Saturday at the Gold Coast paying 54s. So, wow. Yeah, it's one of those things. Must be that, nice. It's, it's, yeah, it wasn't looking nice for a very, very, very long time. I was like, how do you sell a thoroughbred that doesn't want to run anymore? <laughs> you can't. It's a $1 transaction, I think, yeah, that one. Yeah, um, right. But, yeah, we've, we've got actually I'm Clever back. We sold him and then after a big old debacle and not hearing back from an overseas buyer, it was, yeah, the horse got, I guess you'd say, repossessed by Billy Healy, who mm. um, trains him up at the Sunshine Coast. We've got a few with him now. Yeah, repossessed him, I guess, if that's the right term yeah, to use yeah. for a horse. Um, and then, yeah, he was kind enough to sort of offer everyone back in that was in it originally. Not everyone wanted to go back in, and that's fine, but he's actually running on Tuesday. So, Bang. Yeah, good. He, was not, he was in, accepted down at Willembar, I think it was. Okay. Just, 10 days ago and yeah got scratched oh no sorry the meeting got abandoned but yeah yeah another one's bizarre things i think he was paying five dollars or something a year and one week exactly after he last ran (laughs) and was a rubbish trial after that and no public trials after that so who knows that's punting yeah Yeah. that is weird how it opens at that price but yeah okay yeah no but yeah it's been a bit of a, a roller coaster but in the best sense like they've been our first 
two horses and they sort of, I mean, we saw the bottom of the barrel with them running last and then <laughs> obviously the highest of highs with them both winning. So yeah. I guess it was the thrill for everyone that was involved with them. I'd say like 80% of the guys that were involved in Clever rolled into the thick of it and then probably 50% of them have then gone again into one of the other ones we've got or into a couple of them. So it's sort of been one of those things where I guess I've got a taste for it and it's like obviously, you know, not every single horse you're going to have is going to win or win its money back or anything like that, but the excitement of going to a track or like yeah. sitting at a pub having a beer at someone's house, it's, yeah, it's just one of those things I think. Hard to explain. Yeah, no, it's good, mate. Um, so... So just um, how about some other horses in your stable? Because I think yeah. we saw you at the track a few weeks ago and you said that there you have a few two-year-olds yeah, in, yeah, in there as well. Yeah, yeah, now, which is good. So we've got Rosé all day, yeah. which is – or Gary, he gets called. He's, <laughs> a, he's, a, he's a big, big, strong boy, probably the opposite to Clever actually. Um, so he's with James Healy actually. So I think that was one of James's first horses. Um, well, the first one we sent to him for sure. Um, but, yeah, like young train up and coming. I know you guys are in the yep. the DEF CON. Um, there we go. With him there, so yeah. that's he's just he's back into work now. So I think he'll be a couple of weeks away. We bought him at the Magic Millions Breeze Up Sale maybe last November. Just gave him a bit more time because he's yeah quite a big boy. It takes yeah. a bit to get his conditioning back on. Big like you, Jones. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, then yeah, we've got a bit of a plethora of yearlings at the moment um, as well. So a couple with James. We've got a Defcon chasing kisses, and then with Billy, I think we've got. About seven. So we've right. got, yeah, a couple of Spirit of Booms, um, yeah. Spill the Beans. Tony Gollan loves them. He does He's love got them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think he buys all of them. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, we'll see how we go. But, I mean, a lot of his progeny seem to be going really well now that they're sort of coming to that four, five-year-old age bracket, I think. Like yeah. you've got Jonker that's been running very well. Don't I think. remind me. <laughs> Pretty unlucky to not have a group one. Maybe this yeah. spring. Who knows? Uh, um, yeah. But yeah, oh geez, Golan's flying as well at the yeah. moment, just mentioning that. Um, but yeah, so we've got quite a few there. We've got a good little, or yeah, little big Cepedo gelding now, poor guy. Um, yeah. <laughs> he looks really good as well. So we've had a bit more of a push for like early two-year-old horses um, this time around. So we'll we'll wait and see how that happens. But we've targeted a few. We're, I was sitting down with Billy, with which is where we've got a lot of them. Um just looking at like I guess mapping out some races, yeah. Um, what we can target where, like obviously for the English horses, like the Millennium's the dream. Um, yeah. Mm. Obviously, not all horses get there. Like it's what a sixteen horse field, I think, and then millions horses. Obviously, think, millions. If you're thinking of who's won that previously, Castel Vecchio, mm-hmm. that was his first ever win at forties. Yeah. And it was the most breathtaking win I think I've ever unbelievable. seen. Unbelievable. Yeah. As a two year old, it was unbelievable. Uh, so, yeah, if you get Inglis Horse, you get some yeah, yeah. eligible to run in that race. Is yeah, that right? Yeah, so your nominations are there. So, there's no, you're not getting any entry fees or anything like yeah. that, which is, Ooh. yeah, it's a big one. I think what the winner's <coughs> 1.2 or 1.4 it gets, 2 mm. million prize pool. Fuck, that'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't it? Dare to dream. Dare to dream. So, mate, if I'd imagine 
because you how many how many two year olds or early season two year olds you got at the moment for the early season ones I think we've got four that we're hoping will go early like pre Christmas yeah right, okay. there might be a chance at some of those races yeah. like some yeah good strong like the spirit of booms are both still colts so they're. Haven't been misbehaving, which is good. The Keep Cepito. those nuts on for as long as you can, mate. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure <laughs> Billy and James. I'm probably that owner that's like, oh, why are you cutting it? Why are you cutting it? And it's just like Sam. The percentage of having a stallion prospect is like zero point two percent. And like Sapito's what, like a second year stallion? They're like, he's just like, yeah. that's just not how it works. I'm like, oh. But you just know you don't know. Yeah, but you do. It's, it's like it's like taking a punt in any in any horse race when you're backing a horse. It's called a gamble. Oh, so owning a horse and particularly a stallion prospect is just a bigger gamble. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a lot of money. I'd probably rather go into the broodmare game, to be honest, than yeah. try and get a stallion prospect by a well, well, <clears throat> well-bred filly. Yeah. And then hopefully you get a few wins with it. But if not, you'll probably still have some of that. Yeah. Your, ceil- your value. Yeah, yeah. Your ceiling's nowhere near as high, but it's it's yeah. better propensity to actually make some money back. Exactly right. You see it. You see it every season for the two year old, three year old races. Just the trainers and the ownership are just dead set that keen and that set on just getting any black type. Yeah. On the resume, and because then they bang. It's yeah. And they sell for like I remember Miss Rock. I think Group Two winner maybe yep. placed in a couple of Group Ones, but she sold for like two million at yeah you know, start. And it's like. What? Yeah. She was no superstar. Crazy. Yeah. Good horse, but no superstar. Yeah. And that's it. Well, if you think about how many um, stallions or how many mares a stallion can service in a year, yeah. Yeah, you're going to need a whole bunch of different mares to actually yeah. Yeah. cop that. So, yeah, yeah. yeah you're not going to get a, a group one winning um, broodmare every time, are you? No, no mm. definitely not. So, mate, hypothetically, if there were some shares in these uh, two-year-olds or yep. anything – coming up how would someone inquire about that for sjc yeah sure like i mean we've got like it's like our biggest thing has been getting young people into racing like not everyone that's come in with us has been young i mean what's your definition of young but (laughs) it's like a big thing for us is like there is an affordable side to racing where like you still do get to have a lot of fun like sure like our goal has been we've started off small and on the cheaper end of a purchase price but I guess in a lot of ways we've tried to trade up. Like Roseale Day, I think was seventeen thousand. So that next step up, the Spirit of Boom was fifty. The Sapedo um, Gelding was sixty. So like we've tried to yep. work up. Like the thrill of winning a race. I mean, I haven't won a Group One, but <laughs> <laughs> yet. <laughs> um, no, like I guess it started as like winning that race like at rocky it's like oh it's rocky it's like i could not have cared less where yeah. they right there could have been two horses in the race mm. i mean actually maybe a couple more than two would have been good but yeah <laughs> like you're getting that win on the board like the thrill of seeing this horse run down not the best action on clever but this gangly thing running down the side yeah. wiggins aboard 100 percent strike rate with wiggins by the way bang <laughs> yeah we go he loves it oh um, good and he's a Sydney Roosters man, so yeah, you can't. Yeah, he must be a good bloke as well. It's one of those. <laughs> he had um, to get that in somewhere. Yeah, had to. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I mean, we've got a website, sjcthoroughbreds.com, or on Instagram. We do a lot of our our stuff through there. But yeah, I, from horse points of view, I think we've only got a few shares in two left. But the aim is then next year. I think we did thirteen yearlings this year. Next year is to either trade up for a more expensive bunch or try and get a few more. 
um, from that. So yeah, cool. Yeah, and that's a bit of the the game plan. But yeah, we've got like we bought another Cepedo Philly for seven and a half. So we do understand some people that are coming through us are dipping the toe in and want to try something yeah. out. So having that there. But then as we're getting some like wins and getting some more horses out there and more people that are keen, also sort of having the horses that are a bit more expensive to then, yeah, see where we can take them, hopefully around the country. But yeah. yeah. Awesome. No, we'll put the we'll put your website in the show notes of this episode and on YouTube, uh, wherever you're watching or listening. Yeah. You'll be able to access it and we'll also share it on our socials as well. But keep your eyes peeled for the silks. Yeah, the mate. Black they're, and white silks. They're good. Yeah, I like them. Bit of a big Collingwood fan. flavor behind it. Yeah, a few people have said that or they've said, oh, what? Not, oh, Black Soil was one thing they put it to. I said, oh, no. No. Just kidding, Black Soil. <laughs> Respect um, what you do. Yeah. Oh, highly. I think they're obviously killing it. They've yeah. Had very good horses and pick, obviously, very well. Mm. Um, mm. So, yeah, that would obviously be a dream one day to, yeah. to get to that level. But, yeah, definitely not Collingwood. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> is Isotope their best? Is she a part of that? Yeah, she's yeah, Black yeah. Soul. Yeah, so she's with Black Soul. Jonker as well is one mm. um, that they've got. But, yeah, I think Isotope's flying. Yeah, Another yeah. horse has probably been a bit unlucky in a couple of starts. So she, she, she got injured, didn't she? Yeah, she uh, her jockey. Colic. She yeah. Colic. She, yeah, That's she's had right. colic surgery after yeah. the last campaign. But as far as I'm aware, good to go for... The upcoming spring like back in work yeah, Oxford, right. yeah going well from that so i mean i don't know the stats of horses coming back from Call that it. sort of thing yeah. but yeah hopefully she gets back to it and and keeps picks up where she left off hopefully mm. we need we need some good queensland horses back i reckon we do we need someone to follow in crone's footsteps mate oh. yeah. the mighty mares <laughs> from up north like <laughs> <laughs> crone and uh, the Herovian shoulders are surely getting sore <laughs> far out because you got Rothfire going down. Oh, man. And then now you have Isotope. Bloody hell. Alligator blood. Oh. Yeah, the blood. He's, that, he's up at up at the Sunshine Coast so where Billy and, yeah, Billy Hilly and James Healy, not related, which I've always found funny, um, <laughs> where they're training. So Alligator Blood's up there doing his, I think you'd say, pre-training with Billy before... Um, he heads down to be with the Waterhouse bot. Yeah, so right. Cool. So, okay. yeah. He'd have a bit of an aura about him, I reckon. The blood. Yeah, he think. Yeah, he, he knows. He knows. Yeah, yeah. He knows. Okay, be good to see the blood. He's, he's been out of action for a while now. Yeah, yeah. They, the kissing spine is that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Back surgery anyway on that. Oh, so okay. yeah, but from what I know, yeah, really back in back in good order. Good stuff. Well, now you know. We didn't know that. So yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. There you go. I think he's the forgotten horse. He might so, be. Yeah, yeah. All those things. There's a lot of publicity around him as well for yeah. all sorts of reasons. Um, but I mean, you can't take away that he's obviously a very quality horse. Mm. Yeah, mm. absolutely. All righty, mate. Let's let's move on to I guess you as punter because we know you love punt. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> so we're gonna touch on some memorable wins that you've had on the punt, but we want to kick it off with an unforgettable loss. So. I think you were just mentioning something about a, a young filly that ran quite well in a Cox Plate and then uh, she didn't quite go on with the job. Yeah, young fillies. I think they've broken all of our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> had, a, had a point in seven Oh, in God, yeah. Um, yeah, so Yankee Rose, I think it was oh, maybe, what, four or maybe even longer, four or five years ago, the year La Squetty Spirit won paying 101 or whatever it might have been. I think Yankee Rose was very, very short and was the last leg of a four-leg multi for 
A very tasty snack-like outcome. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, it was a sad time and that's probably where I learned my lesson to not spend your money before you had it. Oh, as far as I was concerned, what's the point in cashing out? I think $1.70, $1.80, I'm not sure if it was that short, but yeah, yeah it was, it was, something it like was that. criminally short <laughs> and that's where I learned my lesson about sub $2 favorites as well. So, well oh, I'm with you there. Yeah. But for the lead up to that race, why she was so short, she finished third in the Cox Plate yeah. behind uh, Winks and um, probably Hartnell or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, as a three-year-old, no mean feat. And then, yeah, Lasquetti Spirit, Brendan Avdullah, just oh, one of the great steals of yeah. modern history. Last leg of a multi that's got a... On yeah. Derby Day too, such an oh. insult. Yeah, yeah, that is an insult. I don't, I don't yeah. do bigger than two-leg multis anymore because I said, <laughs> Sam, you struggle to pick winners on their own, let alone <laughs> picking four. So, yeah, that's bold. Who are you fooling here? You should, oh, man, I should take a leaf out of your book. Every week for our quaddy, I do a multi for my quaddy picks. Yeah. It's just thinking, yeah, maybe, maybe this is the week where it finally gets up. And I've gotten three, I think, three times. <laughs> so, mate, it's better than most. Better not even, not even 50%. I think I've won one quaddy and I ended up getting less money back than I put on it. Oh, mate. It was like favourite, favourite, second favourite. And yeah. I was like, hmm. Yeah, Welcome sweet. to the club. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we we know that all too well. <laughs> but uh, getting on to something a bit better, mate. So mm. Positivity. Uh, positivity. Build me back up. Mm. Talk us through your favourite horse and what race it was. Yeah, so my favourite race generally is the the manicato stakes so it was actually through james when he was down in melbourne i think uh, a friend of his had malaguera so we right. went down for i think three years running um for manicato into cox plate so a group of us guys went down each year to do that so the manicato obviously teed everything off on the friday night big friday and then recover on the saturday just in time for the cox yeah, plate recover over a bacon egg roll in the morning mm. um but it was one of those things like that was definitely my first experience as like an ownership, even though it wasn't even ours. Yeah, like yeah, we yeah. were absolute mooches. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but getting like the ownership experience in like, yeah, like for the Manicato's sake, something that's that big, had a packed out valley, like it, it's just gangster, I think. Like yeah. it was huge. Everyone's cheering, going off, running under lights. Um, it was just unreal. So that was sort of my favorite race pre-loving gabby being my my favorite horse i don't like big strong philly yeah now or what seven figure mare i yeah. guess you could say so yeah i just a bit of an enigma around her like obviously got to know her a bit better through james like met her once when i went down to melbourne through him so it was just one of those things like obviously a high high class horse and just yeah Grew I think just one of those horses that grew yeah. grew a leg at the valley as well. Oh, yeah. absolutely love the valley. Oh, here we go. I like it. All right. So what we're doing is we're going to do this for our for our guests. But let's have a look here. Yeah. It's a funny story when I was uh, watching this. I, had to, I was at a function. I had to sneak off to the toilet and actually <laughs> watch it in there with AirPods in, on the, in the bathroom. So this is her Manicato Stakes uh, run here. So she was about seven bucks this day. Yeah, I think eight, eight something. Yeah, oh, did you absolutely eight. launch? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so from memory, so we got Fatana, who's a very fast horse out in front. We have Anahid in second. Loving Gabby getting the box seat on the fence. Is that Willow on board? Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. We rode her that day. I think it was just 
one of those things. Like her first start, she came from last and had to weave through everyone. Like that was yeah. again, James gave us that tip. He said, this horse is something special. And I thought, oh, no, we've absolutely cooked it here. But mm, right. it's, yeah, came comes from anywhere, I think. So I think we're rounding about the three, three to 200 here, just about to go into the straight. Who's the grey out wide? Don't know. Probably. No. Oh, here it she runs comes. a very good second, that horse. Here, here she comes. So she's about two lengths off him, and then she yeah. explodes at the 100, gets her nose in front. Look at the size of her. Powers through. Bang. Yeah. is pulling away from uh, the grey. Couldn't tell you what the grey is. It'll probably come up soon. But yeah. pulling away from that grey. And, and, mate, anyone who says if Bivouac of Vital Silver, there you go. Anyone who says that Bivouac, if it gets her arm, beats her. No. You're an idiot. No. You, you can't. Oh. That was in the William Reed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Bivouac finished off quite well. And punters.com actually, shout out, one of the great, they do a great job covering horse racing. But when that was a part of the spring uh, last year or whenever it was, they had what was, the, what was the sickest beat of the spring? And they voted number one Bivouac in the William Reed. I'm like, he wouldn't have won. No. No, yeah. No. He would have won. Yeah, probably would have run a nice second. But yeah. I just don't think there's any way you were catching her. No. Like, and that, yeah, obviously maybe a bias there because it is my favourite horse and I did give it a fair nudge. But like, <laughs> I just, Bivouac, high, high quality horse, loving Gabby, I just think the next sort of sort of level on that. That was an unbelievable year of horses. You had Exceedance, mm-hmm. Loving Gabby, Bivouac. Um, Castell? What was Castell? Castell Vecchio, yeah. who ran second in a Cox Plate. Mm. Uh, microphone. Adelaide, did I'm forgetting? Ooh. It was just here, the gun. Um, oh, it's not an easy beast. Gitra. Yeah, Gitra. So yeah. they came up against each other yep. a few times. And yeah. I've actually had a little, it wasn't a feud, but <laughs> with, with one of the owners um, of Bivouac on Twitter, which is a very good platform, by the way. For anyone not on Twitter, had a bit of back and forth on there. Um, owner, sorry, owner of Bivouac or Gitra? Gitra. Okay, you said. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so sorry, sorry. You, sorry. you go on, you're you're taking down the shed. <laughs> <laughs> Going international. Look at this oh, man. No, no, no. SJC I was Thoroughbreds. tweeting the owner of Loving Gabby for a while and we were going to catch up down at the Slipper one year, but oh. then COVID happened and all the borders and yeah. Yeah, that was probably the peak of my social media career anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I think that was a very class year. Like, I guess, 18 months of horses coming through there, like, very high quality, like, exceedance in the heavy or the soft track was not touching anything else Mm. Um, in that. Obviously, loving Gabby, Bivouac, I mean, pretty fortunate to have been coming through at that point. Yeah, it's a shame we didn't really see Microphone as a three-year-old. No. He was probably the best two-year-old we saw, um, him and probably Castelvecchio. It's like, it's just such a shame, like, these cults. Yeah. Like, they just go too soon. Yeah. And like, then, like, I, how, like, I wouldn't even know the stats of how many each year go to stud, but, like, sure, the ones that have an injury, like, I think Anders had a tendon issue yeah. or something like that. So, like, I can understand if it's not going to run on anyway, but, yep. like, there's a lot that I'm like, if, if there's eight or nine good horses now retiring, like, I'm Invincibles aren't going to lose value. Mm. Like, I mean, we'll obviously Sebring will now, but, like, there's going to be these horses that'll be stalwarts of it. Like, your Merchant Navies are coming through now, which yep. are going quite well. Like, it's that will be going quite well. Um, 
it's I just don't understand the logic because even yeah. saturating the market with stallions would that not in turn decrease the service fee? Like yeah. I don't know from an economics point of view, I feel like it would. But yeah, but I think I think you've got to look at it in a in a sense that just the chances of having a stallion prospect, like you said, is so low that obviously yeah. owners want to protect yeah uh, what, the what they've got. Yeah, but they insure the horses. So yeah. who is the Ole Kirk was insured for twenty million? Yeah. And so whatever the cost of that insurance is, like if he breaks down, yeah, obviously that'd be really sad. It'd be devastating yeah. for the ownership and, you know, it'd be devastating for him. Yeah. He's not going to the, <laughs> yeah. not going to the equine bedroom anytime no. soon. But, mm. but yeah, surely there's like the juice is worth the squeeze because yeah. I look at I look at a fierce impact. Yeah. Entire and he's now won, what, three group ones at yeah. 1,600 metres. Yeah. And he's out of deep impact. I think he's going to be an absolute superstar at stub without knowing anything about the breeding game. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and again, like full disclosure, I certainly don't know a whole lot. For I, I probably look at it from more like a macro point of view or business point of view. Yeah. Like, there's only so many really class mares and obviously I don't own a stallion or anything close to that yet yet um, <laughs> but it's like you obviously want the best mares going to your stallion because then that increases the sale price or if you're selling them of the yearlings or weanlings whenever you sell it and then in theory from a pedigree point of view like they're going to be the ones that either breed from or that will have the best chance from a pedigree point of view yeah. at winning at the track but there's only so many good mares yeah and the more stallions there are like if you've got a first-year stallion or you've got someone like Loving Gabby who's Pierrata, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm. But, like, you're not going to send her. Like, I, I don't know the bloodlines Piero, and everything yeah. like that. But Oh, sorry, Pierre. But yeah. you're not going to send her to an Anders or an unproven yeah. stallion yeah. yet. Maybe in five years, six years if he starts getting awesome results. But, like, why risk a, a million-dollar mare? On something that's unproven, when it's like you go to your Pierros, your I'm Invincibles, your Merchant Navies, or whoever mm. else there might be, like it's the risk reward isn't quite there. And if you've got eight or nine coming through, yeah, mm. because how, how how many times can a mare get pregnant in her lifetime? Then, Less than ten, I think. Mackay Bediva and Black Caviar have gone about seven or eight, yeah, right. times, and yeah. they're a great example. It's like you just it's nothing's guaranteed, yeah, like, and like have they thrown? The best horses out there? No. Like, but again, yeah. like the residual value of a Black Caviar filly or a Maccabi Diva filly will carry value for a very long time mm. being that bloodline from what I, like my limited knowledge <coughs> no, of it. you're but right, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. You're probably in a bit of trouble if you're buying these really expensive colts out of them and then, yeah, they're doing an Iron Clever and running last in a trial <laughs> and then being gelded straight away. Like, that's... All part of the risk of the game, I guess, especially at that end of it. Yeah. You know, big One, money. Yeah. I wonder what the service fee for the Autumn Sun is right now because we'll start seeing stuff coming from him in a few years' time. Yeah. I think – I want to say 33. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. Maybe. I also could just have completely yeah. made that up. So. <laughs> to compare that to, <laughs> say, 60, yeah. a schnitzel, I think schnitzel's about 200, 250 yeah. or something. They're not cheap. No. And, yeah, enough. it's – but, like, again, if you're paying $250,000 for a service fee, you're wanting to send it to a mare that's group-placed, yeah. group-wins. Like Impeccable yeah. bloodlines. Because, yeah, how are you going to get your 250 k back? Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Well, mate, I think that's about it from yeah. our side, unless you had anything. 
No, man. No? No, it was a good conversation, man. Yeah. Yeah, a wealth no. of knowledge. Look at you. Yeah. <laughs> there might be lots of it, but quality level. <laughs> might, be, might be in a bit of trouble as a mm. selling prospect, that's mm. for sure. I think, actually, one thing I'll ask from you, hot take for the spring coming up. Do you see a sort of a headline coming up in the spring that you think is a bit of a hot take, man? And we'll, we'll say, what we can say is you've heard it here first if it does happen. You've heard it here. Mm. Oh, okay, that's very true. Um I don't know. I mean, the way Golan's going, I think he'll be a force to be reckoned with, not here but down south as well. I okay. mean, I don't think anyone can take that away from how their stable's going at the moment. Um, I think you'll see the rise of a few younger, smaller stables here. Um, obviously, I'm a bit biased to James, Hilly and Billy, who, yeah, both have runners in the coming week. Yeah, coming well, coming few days. But I think with a lot of those guys, like they're starting to pick off more and more results from the spring point of view. I don't know. I feel like Waterhouse Bot have dropped off yeah. a little bit, like seeing next to nothing from them. Godolphin as well. I feel like we haven't seen that Royal Blue passing the line as much. So yeah. I think it will be another big year for Kieran. I Bang. think. Yeah. yeah. I just think winners win. And I yeah. just, you're not stopping those stables at the yeah. moment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, I think I saw most group ones of the season. It's Chris Waller on, I think, about eight. Yeah. And then it was Godolphin, Kieran Ma, and. and uh, yeah. Maybe even Golan on three. Don't think Golan. I think he got two. But yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it's kind of Waller than the rest at the moment. Yeah, so well, he's like, a genius. He just flies, doesn't he? Yeah, just yeah. flies. Yeah, big oh, stables, big horses, big mm. resources. Yeah, so. beauty. Oh, good on them. Well, well yeah. thanks for coming on, mate. No, All the best you. to uh, on to what's his what's his nickname? Clever. Oh, I'm clever. 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 Just Clev? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, he might need the run, so if you're going to follow him in, second second up's probably a bit. <laughs> right. Second up and uh, Rose all day, Gary. Yeah, yep. So he'll probably be in the coming six weeks, okay. I'd say. And then, yeah, James has got another one, Critical Thinker, on Tuesday, the race after. I'm okay. clever. So now it'll be interesting to see how they all go after yeah, a bit of paddock time. Beauty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, best yeah. of Thanks luck, for having mate. me on. I appreciate no worries, it, mate. Guys. Our pleasure, mate. Sammy from uh, SJC Thoroughbreds. All the info will be in the show notes, but uh, thanks for coming on, brother. No worries. Thanks again. Thanks, mate.